welcome to a bonus episode of Kawapo Mode. You're adorable and I'm, I love you. I'm Rose. <laughs> I'm Matt. We're switching spots today, which makes me pretty nervous. <laughs> I'm going to take one of uh, my all-time favorite games and make Matt play it. To be honest, you've played it before. Okay. But I don't think you've ever beaten it before and gotten to the end. And it's just, you asked me about doing this, and it's a game that I've always been a little bit fascinated with because I kind of wanted to know why Nintendo made this. I wanted to know why people don't love it more because it's like such a childhood staple to me. Okay, growing so up. this is this is something on an older system. Oh yeah, the, it's we're going not Super Nintendo. So it's either a sixty-four game or a super or a regular Nintendo. Game. We are going back to the Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System days, back to the early nineties, okay. late eighties. Okay, I I think I have an idea what it is now. Do you want me to guess now? You want to guess? Go ahead. Because okay. She asked me to guess the game just before we started recording this. I guessed wrong because I I knew it was wrong. She was talking like about how she was a little worried. Hmm, it's not it, Is it Tom Sawyer? It is. The it, Adventures of Tom <laughs> Sawyer. Not a lot of people know about this no, game. No, I never knew about it till you and showed me. So I me. thought it would be a good choice because of that. Trying to do research on this game was kind of a nightmare, though. <laughs> this is there's not a lot to find. <laughs> this this is the hard part. You have a very old game, yes. and I, not a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people knew about it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and the, and if, unfortunately, from what I've seen, people that did know about it are like, "This game's okay, but it kind of sucks." And I'm like, um, "But I love it." I I feel like <laughs> like I talked a big game about how I love Dark Souls and how hard it is, and you're like, "Come in here, time to beat Tom Sawyer." <laughs> yeah, which is a good point. This yeah. game is old. It's on the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was yes. made in 1989. But this is a hard game. Like I said, oh, you've yeah. never actually beaten it with me. We've nope. played it together off and on throughout the years. It can be done. And I know you're going to do it because you're going to be able to put in the time. It's it's a platforming game. It's just like the old Super Mario Brothers. Once you learn where things are and what's going to happen, you're going to get past it pretty easily. I know you'll kick its butt pretty quickly. Quicker than I think you think. Oh, yeah. I it's, promise. It's it's not that hard. No, it... Okay, first of all, this game is pretty hard. It's hard for me, but I'm not a good gamer. Oh, You're a good gamer. Yeah, I used okay. to watch my Talk sister... I used to watch my older sibling play this game late at night. I'd watch her beat it. And I would try really hard. I could never get very far. <laughs> and then I tried to vicariously live through Matt watching him play it. <laughs> that's what I do. That's, <laughs> that's that funny thing. We were talking about it during the Dark Souls episode that you go back to some of these old games and people kind of forget how hard and how hardcore yeah. these old games were before everyone started making them easier and now there's a good middle ground between everything you can find what you want nowadays you know which is yeah. nice yeah people like me are gonna play pokemon people like you are gonna play dark Souls. i am interested in trying <laughs> to see all the levels that this has to offer so i know you've gotten pretty close but we'll start at the beginning like i said it was made in 1989 it is called the adventures of tom sawyer it was made by nintendo and sata SATA Corporation has since dissolved since 2009, but um, it's basically... They made it to 2009, huh? Yeah, they did. <laughs> I was surprised <laughs> by that, too. Um, so this 
what I found that was interesting about it is like obviously it's based on the book by Mark Twain. Yes. The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. And just a little backstory on that. That book, if you don't know, is about a boy growing up on the Mississippi River in the town of St. Petersburg, which is based on the town of Hannibal, Missouri, which is where Mark Twain himself grew up. So he took a lot of his own childhood memories and made them into an adventure story about boys being boys growing up. Yeah, cool. At that time period. Yeah. All the silly things they do, all the bad things they do. Yeah. Uh, In the story, you know, Tom Sawyer has many adventures, some with his friend Huckleberry Finn. And in this game, if you have a player to play with you, player two is Huckleberry Finn. Luigi to his Mario. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, One of the first novels to be written on a typewriter is this, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That's actually a pretty interesting... It's considered to be a masterpiece of American literature. Now... As we all know, this is a very old book. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 written in 1876. There are some things in this story that are not okay today. <laughs> <laughs> Just like there are things in this game that are not okay today. Because <laughs> if we're going to start at the beginning of this game, <laughs> you know, there's a character named Injun Joe even in this game. And oh, that is the big yep, bad yep. at the end. Yeah. Which... I don't appreciate that now in my old age, but unfortunately, they tie it into the book. This was back in 89. Oh, yeah. So good with that knife he was. <laughs> yeah. We'll start at uh, the only cool factoid I could really find about this game yeah. was that it was released in Japan in February of 1989 and in the USA in August of 1989. Oh, but the okay. Japanese version starts with our level two, which is the rafting stage. They actually switch the levels around. Interesting. The English version starts you on a pirate ship, which is the Japanese version's level five. And that actually follows the story more cohesively. The Japanese version does. They think that they switched it around because they thought if Americans had this game and started on a raft with the different controls... Then they the basic that, platformer, they oh, would get all confused on how yeah. to play. Okay, so I see how that might be. Us dumb Americans needed a dumbed down version of how this gameplay works, yeah. which is kind of hilarious. Do, do you know if there's more than one rafting level? No, it was the same rafting level. They just no, moved it, it around. In the game as a whole, is there more than one rafting No, there's level? not. See, I, I, I could honestly see how coming American side, you would want the first level to be what the game is most of the time not like having one unique level like after the first level i think is at, on a game design level is more interesting because i'm like oh that's not just that fun third level it's a fun second level something a little different to mix yeah. it up instead of like hey some people might only like that first level and that rafting level isn't exactly easy <laughs> <laughs> I, it kind of oh. comforts me hearing you sweat it out a little bit. That makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> you got it. It's easy. <laughs> uh, the game starts with Tom Sawyer dreaming in school. He's falling asleep in class. 
and he dreams that he has to save Becky from Injun Joe. He goes through six wild stages in this dream. And those six, are, okay. Those are the six levels that you're going to defeat. I thought maybe it would be a little bit interesting if I gave a brief overview of them, but we could save it for after you play if you want to. Hmm. You know what? Because there's not a lot of stages. It's, no, it's I a, really... Because I have like played this with you a couple times before. What the, do you remember? Honestly, the first two stages. I remember the pirate stage pretty well. Okay. And I remember the rafting stage pretty well. And um, they're... Like, it is. Like, you're on a pirate ship, you fight through all these pirates, and you have to fight a giant octopus at the end. Oh, no. Of the pirate ship. Yes, yes. You do. And then, after that, you get the rafting stage, and you fight, like, a big alligator at the end. Yeah, like, which is not in the book, no. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> but, but I think that's, like, creative liberties when you're, like, it's a kid dreaming It in is, and the, the more stages that go on, the more creative liberties, in quotations, they take with this. And it was kind of funny to me when I was researching this online, how serious and upset some people got about it. Really? When it came out? (laughs) So the people were doing that in 89, huh? Not even when it came out, but like even recently, gamers going back and reviewing old games. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this did not, this has no good reviews on it. It's pretty like mediocre. (laughs) And a lot of the time people are like, Especially this one guy that I read, he really went on a long rant about how it didn't match the story in the book at all. And it's like, dude, it's a video game. Like, they do have to make it somewhat interesting. And what boss would you expect them to fight? I'm going to fight this picket fence and whitewash it. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Click that A button as fast as you can. I love that. You know, it's like, I mean, it's a video game. There has to be some uh, mystery and fun and, you know, fantasy to it. There's this weird thing when you change any other media into a video game where like it's such a different form of media it's like going from a movie to a tv show you got to stretch things out you got to fill an empty space you can't sure. hit like you don't get me wrong there are games that are only a couple there's hours different long, markers to hit i yeah. think is the big thing there's I, different goal posts set in I different guess areas I, I just the first thing that i thought of is one of the best lord of the rings games that ever came out mm-hmm. was Lord of the Rings, the two towers. And it was just a hack and slash. You got to play as uh, Aragorn, Gandalf, Legolas. And you just, you went to all these places and you just cut down foes after foes after foes. Like I really very specifically remember the Helm's Deep level. It, it just sticks in my mind so much. And you got to unlock other characters. It was all fun. But like, that's not how the freaking books went. That's not how the movies went. Yeah, there was a, like, Helm's Deep was probably the most accurate. And then, like, you're running through the woods. They didn't just freaking cut down. <laughs> they weren't cutting <laughs> down orcs and Urukai left and right all the time. Or do follow the story very well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Watch the old cartoon Lord of the Rings. See how you feel about that. <sighs> <laughs> rant I, rant I, complete. <laughs> sometimes I just, I understand getting upset about certain things like especially when it's about media love if you really love that old great american literature the the, the tom sawyer story i i i understand how it could upset you yeah but it, but it's it a- wasn't that because this was a guy that makes 
blog posts about video games. And one and of his... It was the regular Nintendo. Like, I... there's only so much they can do. Like, the greatest story they had was the original Final Fantasy. And that was janky as hell if you go back to that. I, I think the funniest part about it was he he made a complaint about that. But then he also continued to complain about the gameplay overall. And how you only get very minimal power-ups. And they don't help you very much throughout the game. And, you know... it. I think he needs to keep in perspective that this was made also to be an arcade game. This wasn't arcades back in the day. Oh, really? Yes. It I actually wasn't can really see that, honestly. That makes the, a lot of sense to me. Yeah. It's it's a quick enough game and challenging enough and not too much to it that it makes a perfect arcade game that you're going to pop a quarter in, try to get as far as you can, get a high score, and then try again later. Well, you even could play the original Mario in arcades. Yeah, know? and this this was also made that way. So this used to be in arcades back then. That makes so much sense it's, to me. It's not a game specifically made for a home entertainment system with a lot of complex uh, maneuvers. There isn't and... enough power-ups. Mario only has like three. Like <laughs> I, th- I can only think of two in this one honestly but yeah you know two that's good enough for what you're doing you can make it through and and it's like i said it's a platformer game and to me this is something that i think people need to be a little bit more honest about platformer games are all about doing it failing getting the memory of what is what happens when what happens where what happens how and then doing it again until you get that pattern down so tight that you pass through and get a little further. That's what platforming games are all about. It's not necessarily super skill based or strategy based. It's just memorization. That's how it makes sense to me. Anyway, I mean, to an extent, it's very much like Super the original Super Mario yeah. Speedrunners. It's all about memorization, but how the game handles your inputs and how your character moves makes a big difference in making it a skill-based game to a memory-based game. Mm, yeah, um, If okay. you play the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that game is hard on Nintendo. Like, it's it's very lauded as the worst. Wasn't so, that also an arcade game? That one wasn't. The ones okay. after it were. It... And a lot of that comes down to how the jumping works, how the attacks are. Like, there's a lot of these things that were mistakes were made that people actually nowadays are going in and be like, how can we fix this game to make it feel better when you play it? Mm-hmm. And I saw this very interesting video that just went over the jump mechanics of the game because jumping kind of sucks in that game. But it's, a, like, <laughs> but it's very it's a necessary. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So it, it, I, I really feel like it really determines how the game plays and i definitely am gonna go i'm gonna refresh my memory to really get a, a in, in my more opinion, accurate description i feel like the controls are pretty tight in this game but that's how i remember it and like i said i mean let's see this came out in 89 i have been off and on playing this game for almost 30 years of my life yeah oh man that makes me sound old but i was really really little i was so small when my dad got this for us yes i was a baby (laughs) so um it's i think it like gameplay wise i think the controls hold up pretty well it's pretty tight and consistent you move this way you're gonna go that way you Mm -hmm. jump you're gonna jump and there's not a lot of room for error there I think this one, maybe more so than Mario, 
is all about memorization. And I think uh, I I think you're gonna blow through it better than what you think you are. All right. Well, I I I'll, believe in you. I'll put the time. I'm gonna try to beat this, and I'm I can't wait to live try. vicariously through you when you beat it, because <laughs> I that. can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I I will put in the time. I'm interested. I you know I really do want to see what the later levels are like. Yeah, get the whole picture. Um, and I did talk a big game about Dark Souls and like memorization and strategy. And, and this is my punishment for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. Oh my goodness. You want to play a strategy game? Have <laughs> this one. All right, hold on. Let me add Dark Souls 2. No, Dark no, Souls no, no, no. To the list. <laughs> Let me add Bloodborne and <laughs> every Soulsborne in the we're going hardcore the whole year. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that mean. Blood uh, tears. Yeah. I'll be over in the corner playing Pokemon. <laughs> you can't make This is me. how I break my wife. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, are you excited? How excited are you? How excited am I? <laughs> it sounds hmm. so funny to ask. You know what? I I I Are you intrigued? Yeah, I would say intrigued. I'm. I've only played this game just to play this game with you because, like you said, this was such a nostalgia thing. This is yeah. what you grew up with, and lots of people have these like weird games that nobody heard of or very yeah. few people. Like I think of one of my favorite games of all time for the Super Nintendo was called Sunset Riders. Not a lot of people know about that, and it's like old West Contra. It's so fun, and yeah. like I still like think about the old. Uh, robotic voices they used for the characters because the bosses would say things and that was so cool because you never had <laughs> it was always text right yeah so i think i'm i'm interested in going into this game from a like review standpoint like really trying to think about how this feels how it plays and trying to actually like uh, i'm gonna try to beat it i'm gonna go i'm gonna give it oh my you'll best. be in it's um, not that bad I mean, I know it's a little hard and like I'm spoiled because I've had a few decades of games after this that are really, really good. And there's always something, there's always too many things I want to play. So I would give this like a six, seven. Just oh, that's higher than I thought. Just because I'm interested in really looking at the mechanics. I think a big thing about this game, why it sticks with me so much, is every level is uh, visually really different and, and has such a different vibe. And I really love and appreciate that about this game. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was definitely some thought and effort put into how to make it fun. Yes. How to keep people wanting to play it, especially for it being an arcade game. You yeah. want your levels to be exciting enough that people want to try to get to the next one. What does the next one look like? They're all wildly different from each other. And like you said, I love as, that. as knowing that this game was an arcade game first really makes a lot of sense to me from the little I've played it. Sure. Uh, so I'm interested to see more and I'm I'm a little excited for it. I'll have to bust out our old uh, pseudo Nintendo and start playing. That Matt fixed up for me. Yeah, I did fix it. Yeah, I that. I <laughs> we did can fix do this now because you fixed it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to... I'm so used to taking the lead and I, I'm trying to be That's all good right. about it. <laughs> We're going to go try this game out. You're going to go try it out. I'm going to watch you play. Alright, I'm excited. Alright, we'll, uh, we'll see you Check guys in a little in. bit. Bye.
We are back from that grand adventure. Woo! <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> What'd you think? How'd it go? Oh, okay, okay. I I really... Hmm, I want to split this into <laughs> the two different feelings that I've, that I've had. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> well, I mean, okay... I did get frustrated sometimes at uh, how this game played uh, and how it was set up. But you kept being on my butt like, oh, hey, Dark Souls is about remembering places, remind, remembering how I to do I didn't remind things. you of Dark Souls at all when we were when you were playing this. You, well, you brought it up. Okay, fair. I guess I brought it up. You did. You're like, you, you did point out, you said... uh Dark Souls is all about remembering. This is what this game is. And I said, yeah, I mean... It sucks. It's hard. And I also cannot beat this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did beat it. We'll, we'll, I'll start with that. I did beat it. I successfully beat it. And I did equate it to Dark Souls because there is a lot of level memorization going on in this. Yeah, definitely. So I want to say my two different feelings. There's one, my personal feeling, which I feel like is colored a little bit. By your own nostalgia and love for this game growing <laughs> up with it because I do kind of get to see it through your eyes a little bit as I can see how as a kid growing up you just thought that was so cool so fun so interesting yeah as a little kid every level every level of this game is pretty different yes, from the one before very it different. and yes. I think that's what's exciting about it as a kid mm -hmm. you never know like what you're going to get into next yeah uh the I mean, the graphics for the regular Nintendo, I mean, honestly, it's pretty good. And to be fair, when you play original Nintendo games on newer TVs, it never looks quite as good as it used to on the old CRTs. Mm -hmm. That's just the nature of technology advancing. But honestly, you could always tell what everything was. Uh <laughs> Which, no, that is a fair point, because really? sometimes you play games, and you're just like, I don't know what they're trying to make out of this. Really? That happens, yep. Everything was pretty clearly understandable what it was supposed to represent. It all looked how and, I remember it. Yeah, and all the levels are have a unique feel for it, and they look nice. And there was a, a, definitely a satisfaction in finally beating this game. I did get that. <laughs> I will say it wasn't as extreme as I get when I play Dark Souls. <laughs> no, the, the end of this game is kind of a letdown. Oh, uh, it's a, such a... Okay. Battle-wise, <laughs> it is. Yeah. I, I will say this. It, it This game is... The levels leading up to the bosses is very Dark Souls-esque. Very hard. Something will come out of nowhere, kill you for no good reason, and you're like, <laughs> what the hell? But then you remember it. Uh, and then you get past it on your next run-through. The bosses? The bosses are baby mode. The bosses are easy. <laughs> Once you, like, figure out how you're supposed to fight them, it's not that hard. The hardest one is the alligator on the river raft, and that's because it's just a pain in the ass to throw the stupid rock in his mouth. It's not because you're worried about dying. It's just a pain in the ass to throw a rock in his mouth. You, I mean, you can die if you let the little whirlpools yeah, push you, off push you away. Yeah. If you get too distracted by trying to throw rocks into his mouth. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, the risk is pretty low. Yeah. So, so this game is generally, uh, most levels is you are Tom Sawyer or, uh, Huckleberry, Huckleberry Finn. Finn. If player yes, two thank you. is if playing. You have two people and the controls are really simple. If you know an old 
NES regular Nintendo gamepad. It is a D-pad, a start select, and an AB button, and that's it, baby. That's all you needed back in the day. <laughs> and you can move. You have a duck, which doesn't feel like you duck very far, but it does come in handy on occasion. And A and B, you can jump and you can chuck rocks. That's all you do. <laughs> chuck you, a lot of rocks. Chuck a lot of rocks. And so this is where I'm going to get into. I'm going to try to be a little more critical about this. moment. <laughs> this is the other part. When you're moving around as Tom Sawyer, you there's no real momentum to him. And I say this in comparison to if you play the old Mario game, there's kind of a momentum to him, which you'd think would make it harder. Like, oh, I stopped pressing the button. He stops instantly. It's great. It's not great because I think as human beings, we're so used to having like some extra forward motion or it takes a second for us to build up that when that's thrown off, it actually throws off like how I feel I can make a jump or not. Mm-hmm. It makes it, it it makes the movement not feel as good, which is unfortunate. And it I find that weird because the rock throwing has momentum. Your rocks throw differently depending on if you're moving, if you're jumping, or if you stopped. Yeah. And there's this irritating little thing that happens is if you're you're just jamming on that B button, throwing rocks because you want to kill anything that comes across that screen, right? Yeah. It help you know helps nine times out of ten. Uh, <laughs> More like eight times out of ten. But when you stop, the momentum of your rock changes, and then you always end up missing the enemy that just appears on the screen as if you just kept moving forward and chucking rocks. That always throws me off. And the other thing is, and I, I think I narrowed it down, sometimes when you stop moving, there's like this half-second leg before you can throw a rock. Yeah. But I think it's that you can throw four rocks and then you get this tiny little delay before you can throw four rocks again. And that's gotten me killed, especially in the river rafting level where I'm chucking rocks, trying to hit these fish coming at me. And then I move over and then that half second delay happens and then I get hit by a fish and it's like, what the hell just happened? Oh, man. But once I figured that out, I kind of was a little more prepared. You are like really hyper focusing on this game. I told you I was going to be very critical. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, throwing the rocks feels pretty decent. Like, it kind of feels like, okay, this is an arc that someone could throw. It doesn't feel overly outlandish, and it doesn't feel bad in general. Oh, good. It's realistic. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're going to kill me on that. <laughs> uh, there's essentially four different pickups that you can get when you kill enemies. One is a giant T. Which if you collect... T for Tom. T for Tom. You collect collect 20 of those, you get an extra life. There's a skull, which takes away 10 of your T's if you pick it up. A heart, which is essentially a Mario star up power up where it makes you invincible and kill enemies you run into. And then there's a slingshot, which completely changes your rocks from throwing in an arc to shooting them straight. Unfortunately, (laughs) other than the raft level it really feels kind of like a downgrade because you get so used to arcing your rocks and kind of creating this like safety wall of death from your enemies (laughs) that when you shoot straight, some enemies just go right under it or right over it. And it it really throws off your play style. Um, This game, the thing about the slingshot is this game, I I would say about 80% of your enemies are at the exact height below where those rocks yeah, aim. Yeah, I don't know with why. The slingshot. <laughs> I think they did it that way on purpose. I mean, it makes it more challenging. 
Um, yeah, but a power up should not make it more challenging, right? Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> like <laughs> not, I said, in the rafting level, it is superb. You just shoot those. It seems to me like there's very short moments in each level where that could be useful. Yes, but as a whole, it is not. Generally, it's not something you want you most of the time. More than and it that helps. is a big complaint that I've seen. Yeah, online. and I, I mean, I don't want to harp on it too much or anything. But it is. That's, it's silly. You can just avoid it. It's not a big. It's deal. situational when you want it and when you don't. And the more you play it, the more you'd realize when you do and when yep. you don't. It's, I do want to say there are some like fun little moments where I believe it is the third level and the fifth level has a special object come in. In the third level, a pelican just shows up and flies over your head. And at this point, the only other creatures on the screen have been enemies. It's in a forest. Yes. And when... This pelican shows up. If you, it shows up behind you, you jump up, you grab it, and it like zooms you over a bunch of all these seahorses and a bunch of other dangerous enemies. I just said it, it was in a forest and now they're confused. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why there's seahorses in there. I, I dropped down from this pelican early one time and I immediately got shot by a seahorse because they don't face the way you're coming from, they face the way you're going. And like, I dropped down. Pew, like snipe me out of the air and i'm like what the hell <laughs> thank you dark souls <laughs> like, that's what i thought in my head uh, <laughs> i'm okay with this um, because of dark souls yeah right i'm used to this now there is uh like a balloon in later levels that helps get you past thunder clouds the the enemies you find throughout the levels are actually varied they all act pretty differently and for a regular Nintendo game, I mean, I appreciate that variety. I will say that the the variety in this game is nice. And I actually really like the final level design, except for one section. There's one section in the final level where you're dropping down and there's snakes on platforms below you. You absolutely cannot see where the snakes are until you jump That's down. That's what makes it hard. No, that's what makes it fun. Unnecessarily hard. Like even in Dark Souls, if there's a trap, if you look nine times out of ten, you see what the trap is or you can see a freaking a sword like poking out from around the corner with an enemy that's going to sneak attack you almost always. Or if an enemy does sneak attack you, you don't get insta killed and have to start from the beginning of the level or the uh, checkpoint in the level. But other than that one spot, I actually really appreciated the level design in that level because it took you through uh, a cave, a waterfall, like it, it was like an icy dungeon and then a, a lava. lava pit. Like it was kind of wild. And it w- and then you fight that boss at the end and I beat him first try and it was just like... In about 10 seconds. Yeah, it was... <laughs> the boss was so anticlimactic, so it kind of took a little bit of that satisfaction from winning when the mini bosses in this game are tougher than the actual bosses it kind of makes going through all that hardcore level seem diluted i would say it took you longer to get through level five Mm -hmm. and it took so many tries and then you got through the last level level six pretty quickly you got to the boss and killed him in about 10 seconds and it was (laughs) over and it was very anticlimactic and kind of unsatisfying even for me as a a (laughs) as an observer yeah (laughs) looking on i'm like oh it was kind of i i 
figured he'd be a little bit more tough than that. I remember when I was little, my older sibling beating that boss. But uh, yeah, that was kind of pathetic at the end there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it That would... I can handle the cheap shots, the crazy things that happens, taking the time to learn how to fight everything. But being a little disappointed by the boss at the end, and I am normally all about the journey. The ending doesn't ruin things for me most of the time. <laughs> but Except for this the one. very final boss being that easy. Yeah. There's other bosses that are actually harder. harder. Yep, for sure. It takes a little bit of the flavor. I was like, oh, I'm a little bummed about that. But I will say there was a nice thing when I was playing single player. As long as you completely pass a level, there's a continue. As long as you don't shut off the console and you can literally continue from the beginning of the last level you were on. So as long as you beat level two, you get to level three, only have one life and you die to some cheap shot you didn't see. Yep. Guess what? You hit continue. You get to start from level three. And that made it a lot I think that was a smart move. It just made it a lot more palatable to be able to get through and beat it. Because <laughs> yeah. you only get three lives to start with. And unless you're taking it so slow, luckily there's no penalty for taking your time. Yeah. But unless you take it so slow and try to get kill every single enemy, get every single T that drops, it it would be really hard to beat the game from all the way from the beginning. Yeah, it would. Especially... Uh, the, the levels are long enough that yes. it would be very time consuming so to do it that way. We can talk about the levels a little bit like we I think we did before. The first level's a pirate ship. Yep. The second level is your river rafting adventure, you fight an alligator at the end. <laughs> the third level is the jungle, and you fight a bunch of monkeys that combine together into a super gorilla who shoots <laughs> rocks out of his mouth. <laughs> so that's- and as we go on, it will make less and less sense. It is a fever dream. Like, uh, yeah. I guess you have to remember, like, at the beginning, the whole point is Tom Sawyer fell asleep in school. He's yeah. dreaming, right? <laughs> um, uh, though, I, when we played two-player, we did see a cool thing happen in that level we never saw before. Oh, and um, level three, I was rolling through, and I got to some mushrooms and that you can jump on. Yep. Uh, platforms platforms thank you i was trying to find the word and a little leprechaun randomly came out and gave me an extra life i have no idea why but I that was super cool i tried to trigger cool. it so hard and i remembered like when it happened that kickstarted a memory oh yeah i've seen this before and i actually asked my sister about this and she's oh, really? like yeah that used to happen i never knew why <laughs> so <laughs> i guess it might be random maybe <laughs> i guess it's like super mario 3 like to like get the white mushroom houses or the white coin uh, ships, the 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 ways to make it happen are so difficult to make happen sure. on purpose that uh, most people never saw them most of the time. You know, or when it did happen, you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's cool. It makes me wonder because actually, I never saw anybody reference that online, and it was uh, touted as having no secrets. And it actually technically does now that we yes. saw that. Yep. It would be interesting to see. I should try to look it up on YouTube if anyone has like wondered about that or thought about it. It's not a popular game, so yes. kind of doubting it's it. It's kind of like, do you have nostalgia for this game? Do you want to take the time to figure it out? Does have nostalgia for this game? Nobody wants to take the time to figure but it out. But if there is anybody in the w- whole wide world who ends up listening 
and has played this game and has this happen and knows how to make happen, please go on my Twitter, the Coopomo <laughs> at Coopo Mode, and just tell me how you make it happen on purpose. Because this is one of those things that I'm not going to dedicate my time to figuring out. But his brain just wants to know. I need to know. Like I, I spent a lot. <laughs> A long time on level three, <laughs> and I tried to make it happen. I tried everything I could think of, and I'm not, I'm not as good at like figuring that stuff out, unfortunately. So we were, so we went to level four, which is like a haunted castle, and this is, this is where you get one of the first like cheap deaths. There's these candles that I have no idea what triggers them. I believe it is completely and utterly random, but it shoot rains fire down on you, which is death for no reason. And you never know why. And you're just always nervous every time you got to go underneath <laughs> one of these lit candles. And there's quite a few. <laughs> oh, um, but the boss at the end of that, I actually kind of enjoyed. You fight this statue holding a scepter. Mm-hmm. You hit the scepter enough times and it summons this little like demon imp who sends fire demon imps at you. And then you have to hit that until you destroy him and then do a few more hits to the scepter to win. And I thought that was actually... Kind of an in- that was the most interesting that boss fight interesting I had. One. Yeah, yeah, that was the coolest one. Then the fifth level, you're up in the clouds. There's some crazy bouncy raindrops, which are apparently impossible to hit with a, a rock. With your rock, yeah. <laughs> I don't. They're, they're they're so they always bounce at the wrong time. It's wild. There's birds attacking you. You get to a certain point and it's just raining stars of death on you, and then you get past the stars of death, and guess what? Dragons. <laughs> Yeah. And then you get, then there's volcanoes in the sky. You get past the volcanoes. <laughs> and then uh, what? what's the god of thunder? It's uh, it's like E-N-I-K-O-N-K-O. I, I apologize. I know I'm mispronouncing it. But it's Japanese. He has the thunder drums. Oh. And uh, he's the mini boss. So, like way hard. Like he's flying around shooting thunderbolts oh, at you. Oh, I didn't you. see you play that part. Yep. And then after you get past that... There's another part where it rains down stars of death on you. And then you jump onto a cloud and you fight a dirigible, a blimp, <laughs> that's shooting guns at you like 1942. That's the, <laughs> yep, that's the boss. Eight. And that's a fun That's a fun little boss, I will You say. liked it? It was... It's so silly. It's tricky because the guns you have to beat aren't the most dangerous because the guns that are kind of half background shoot the homing bullets. <laughs> um... And then there was the last level, which is just this wild, like, cave adventure slash waterfall slash ice cavern slash lava and <laughs> with lava dragons. <laughs> yep. And then you fight the uh, poorly named Injun Joe. Yes. <laughs> who's riding Loch Ness monster and shooting <laughs> arrows at you that are easily avoidable. And you just like, it's so easy to just stop him in it's his tracks. It's so weird and it makes no sense. <laughs> it feel, like, I think, I don't know, part of me is like, okay, this is a kid's dream. It's gonna be wild, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, when I have dreams that I really remember, it is the wildest stuff. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so part of me is like, okay, that makes sense, but also I'm playing this video game and it's like, is this video game real? Is this video <laughs> game a fever dream? <laughs> <laughs> Once you defeat uh, the final boss, yeah. Becky comes out. An Indian riding Loch Ness. <laughs> Be- Becky comes out, gives you a smooch, and you wake up at your school desk with three feathers yeah, in front the, of you. Like it might have really happened, yeah. and you'll never know. <laughs> was it all real? But I will say it was kind of fun. It was 
nice to have an excuse to actually beat it because I played it with you like twice before and usually we get to about the third level and yeah I don't get too out. far yeah <laughs> but we always do start from the beginning I don't know you can't it, start I you can't continue no. on a two-player mode unfortunately no but um it's more fun to just kind of screw off and you know play something like that with you but I did I I mean I did enjoy it I'm happy I beat it I don't know if I suggest everyone try it because <laughs> some people are going to play this game and be like, I hate this. This is the biggest piece of shit I've ever touched. And some people are going to appreciate it for what it is, a game of its era that is not perfect because games have come a long, long way since then. It's just unusual. I think that's the biggest thing for me. It's just not something that you hear about and see. And it's kind of weird. You know, there's something I like to be that appreciated about Maybe something that not everybody knows. Because you tell some, ask somebody, what's your favorite, you know, nin- regular Nintendo game? Oh, it's Super Mario 3 or the original Legend of Zelda or even the first Final Fantasy was on that. But then you got these wild games like Ice Hockey. Ice Hockey's a blast on the regular Nintendo. And it like, yeah. is it the best hockey game ever? No, but it's fun. It's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And... We, I mean, we have a bucket of these old games and some of them, it's just crazy the stuff that came out. I mean, at this time in games, it was starting to really gain traction and get popular and people were trying more and new stuff and just, you know, you throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks, right? Sure. And it is just, this, it's just kind of fun to experience it. This particular noodle did not stick. <laughs> no, I would say unfortunately not, but... I could totally see a wild, like, current-gen remake. I, like, in my head, you could have a whole I don't, wild adventure. No, it's it's so... Mark Twain is, like, classic American literature, but it's so politically incorrect. I don't see any way they could remake this. You know this. what? That is, a, <laughs> that is a very good point that I didn't think about. <laughs> um, Tom Sawyer is very racist in a lot of spots. It's not yeah. good. I mean, in nowadays climate... <laughs> It's just not going to fly. Yeah, maybe maybe not that. <laughs> it would be so far removed from... I mean, this game already is pretty far removed from anything yeah, related to Tom Sawyer. Yeah, it's a but... non-canon dream sequence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't a dance number. This is number. the filler episode in Tom Sawyer's anime. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I enjoyed this. I had fun. I hope... Hope you guys really enjoyed this kind of fun little bonus episode, this wild game. What would you rate it, bud? I would say personally, I would give it like a six and a half. That's way higher than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> because like I said, they're, 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 on a personal level, I do enjoy this for what it is. Critically, I'd give this like a th- three and a half. That's kind of more what I yeah. expected. Just because... It's hard. It just, it didn't, did it age well? Hell no. No. But is it fun to kind of go back in time and experience what this was at the time? Yeah, I can appreciate that for what it is. Uh, I think a lot of us get attached to old games that are technically bad. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the, something about it just hits with us. And 
it just stays in our minds. The older and older we get, we never forget about it. We'll always look back on it with fond memories, right? Yeah. And this is just one of those ones for me. I really don't expect other people to enjoy it at all. <laughs> no, but, but it, you know, it was, a, it was a fun thing to do. It's nice that you can appreciate just the weirdness of it and get a laugh out of it. Oh, it's, yeah. It was fun watching you play it and just seeing these wild moments come up and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? What <laughs> the is first time on? I ran into the star meteors, I'm running and I'm like, oh, look, it's a Mario Park dead, like immediately. <laughs> and I just laughed because I was the ridiculousness of just the instant death that happened. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, you just got to beat cheats, beat, <laughs> beat cheats through this area <laughs> and then if you don't stop running at a certain point guess what dragons <laughs> and it's like what the hell is happening I'm, I'm glad it made you laugh i heard you laugh oh my goodness is there any other things you want to ask about i don't think so i mean it's a pretty simple thing there's not a lot to it it was kind of fun just to have you play it, live vicariously through you, because I was not going to... I just don't want to put the time into it, and I also yep. suck at it. It would take me quite a long time. That's Fair. why I don't want to put Fair. the time into it. Like you said, I, I agree. It was kind of nice to hear your opinion about the momentum of the character. Yes. I didn't have the words to say that before, but that is how it feels, and yes. I understand what you mean. It is a lot... Like, Mario is a perfect opposite to that. Yep. The more you're pressing forward the faster he moves and then you could hit the b button and move even more fast yep and it takes a second to stop like it yes. feels like you have weight to your so, movement which makes a big difference in yeah. how it feels i never was able to articulate that before in my head but like you pointed out making some of these jumps you're like i can't make it but you can literally be standing still or running or well not running but moving forward and your jump is going to be the same no matter what as tom's yeah Sawyer. It kind of throws you off control-wise. Yes. It's an it interesting point It takes to a second to figure out how it's going. And I will say this. It's not as bad as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' first game for the Nintendo. They are notoriously bad for their jumps in relation to their movement. Like, that's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but, you know, this is people figuring out how to make things work, right? Yep. So, and um it was made in 89 for god's sake yeah <laughs> we gotta give them, there's some leeway there right for trying things out right well uh i want to thank ray for drawing our cool caricatures yes i always appreciate it and i love looking at them every time i have to edit the new t-shirt on myself <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the music oh thank you very much I, do you want to, you know what? You get to do the tagline. Uh, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Rose. And I'm Matt. And this has been Coapple Mode. Keep gaming with your bestie. Good job. <laughs> Ta-ta.